Hello, welcome back to the final edition this year for Penalty Kicks, the soccer podcast hosted by me, Evan Basista, and joined by my co-host, Cam McLean. Cam, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty swell. How are you? I'm feeling much better than I did last week. That's why we uh, didn't have a show, is because I came down with a very bad cold. But we are here at the end of the men's soccer season. Uh, but before we get into the games, we have big news that came today. Coach Jason O'Keefe has stepped down from his position. Uh, at first glance, when I saw the headline, I was pretty surprised because the team did pretty well overall. Yeah, he and he's only he's only been here for three years, so yeah. quick tenure. Um, they did well this year. He seemed to kind of have a system in place, but then you read the article, and he wanted to spend more time with his son down in North Carolina, which I completely understand. Yeah, it doesn't look like it was a uh, – it was a team thing. It seems like they could have won the national national championship, and he was he yeah. was gone. So all the best to him. He has been coaching for 22 years, so it's yeah. There comes a time, and that is the time for him. I believe our athletic director said he'll always have his place here at RMU. So I I hope to see him around. Yeah, I, I had fun interviewing him when I got to talk to him. Yeah, so no harsh feelings towards him. Wish coach all the best. Yeah, diving into his team. Uh, they finished the year six, seven, and three overall, with a four, three, and two Horizon League record. Um, the games since the last podcast, there was the zero-zero tie with Green Bay on the 29th of October. That was one that we kind of tabbed as a must-win game because we were looking at that playoff picture. Uh, they didn't win, but they didn't lose. So. Yeah, yeah. Coming into that game, I believe Robert Morris. I might get the numbers wrong here, so I don't even know if I'm going to say them. I just remember Robert Morris had one more point than Green they, Bay. They were one point up on them. And both and Robert Morris was playing the second-ranked team in conference the next game, and Cleveland or not Cleveland State, uh, who was it? Green Bay? Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Green Bay was playing the first-ranked team their next game. So you were thinking that both teams were going to lose. So that's why we kind of thought it was going to be a must-win, but ended, ended up being a tie. Even even shot attempts were. 11 to 8, shots on goal, 5 nothing, both in favor of RMU. So Petrelli went the whole game without having to make a save. But that just speaks to the defense in front of him. And then here was the big surprise of the week coming up. Yes, sir. The 5 nothing blowout win over IUPUI on the team's senior day on the 2nd of November. Shot attempts on that, 13 to 3, and shots on goal, 8 nothing, both in favor of RMU. So back to back games in which no shots on goal for the opposition, which is pretty impressive. Shane McMillan with two goals in the game. Uh, Evan LaMarca, Chase Gilly with a penalty kick goal. A little shout-out to the podcast. Um, and Victor Coa also scored. There were eight Colonials that registered a point in this game. And Mike Zonercheck, the backup goalie, he made an appearance for about 15 minutes in the game. And it's good to get him in, considering this is his senior year. So, you know, give him one last... A little time in the spotlight, but of course the team and everyone else here at RMU is looking forward to the tournament uh, where they Hold face. Hold on, uh, before we go into that tournament, I just want to give like a quick little recap into that into that game with mm -hmm. IUPUI. It was a RMU needed to win that game if they wanted to control their own destiny to get into the playoffs. Coming into that game, they were in fifth or sixth place, I believe. I think sixth, and they moved up. 
Yeah, After but that. and if they if they won that game, they were in. If they didn't win that game, they needed a little help. And I think I think the guys came out motivated, knowing that hey, we need to win this one. But I don't I don't think anybody expected what we ended I, up getting was a five nothing shutout. That was, I, I would not have expected. <laughs> no, sec, second ranked team in the Horizon League, and honestly, the guys just put their hearts out there and played a fantastic game, and it ended up getting them into the Horizon League tournament. Where they faced Oakland. It was a very contested game. Went all the way to a penalty kick shootout. Um, but that is where the team fell. Final score, red, 2-2 uh, in regulation, and then 6-5 in penalty kicks. Uh, shot attempts in that one were 27-10 to and shots on goal 14-6. to Both of those in favor of Oakland. Um, so Frederick Petrelli really kept them in that one. Chase Gilly got the goal in regulation. No surprise there. He's been the star all year. Lucas Shear with the goal in double overtime to tie things back up at two with uh, Oakland recording a goal in the first overtime. Like I said, Petrelli played great. Uh, another thing I note, there was a red card to one of their defenders, I believe, William Dodzi Afawubo. Uh, in the 17th minute, so they were playing a man down for what ended up being a very long game. They went about, I guess, 100 minutes, because you think each one uh, with the 10-minute overtimes. Um, But they stuck with it all the way through. Not really anything you can complain about in that one other than the final result. It's just some games you win, some games you don't. And Yeah, just some notes about that game. Uh, Honestly, Colonials... They Gilly scored off of a header from a uh, from a long ball in at about the eighth minute, I believe. He scored pretty early, and then honestly, the Colonials kind of controlled things throughout the throughout the first half. I was watching this game on my phone on ESPN Plus. It was what you would consider a boring soccer game, but whenever you're whenever you're winning, boring is good. And then I or uh, not IUPUI. Oakland got got the goal in the second half. And then you could kind of feel things starting to sway their way, but again, a little bit of a boring game. Again, not in, not boring in a bad sense, just not a lot going on. Both teams. A low event kind yeah, of game. Yeah, b- both teams fighting for possession. It was a very good game, very good game. Ended up going to overtime, where honestly, after the first score was scored, I got got scored. I got kind of sad. I turned it off. <laughs> Figured out RMU ended up scoring, sent it to PKs, and then they ended up pulling Petrelli, which I was surprised about, but. That is that is interesting. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I know I know teams have guys that are better at uh, PKs. So, coach obviously felt like he had a better move in his back pocket, so he went with it and didn't end up paying off. But hey, hindsight is twenty twenty. Win some, you lose some. Uh, looking at the kind of year in review, if there's one thing I would point to, uh, just kind of like the overlying story. Uh, was the lack of depth scoring. I mentioned it on the podcast multiple times. Uh, they had 22 goals overall on the year. That evens out to 1.38 a game, uh, but that's a little misleading because 10 of those 22 goals were scored in just two games. There was the game against Milwaukee, the 5 nothing win, Chase Gilly got the hat trick, and then that senior day game in the last game of the regular season, Five nothing win again. Uh, they got shut out in six games, 
but they also had six shutouts, so a lot of kind of low event games in there. Um, but looking at the scoring overall, Chase Gilly, of course, led the way, seven goals on the year, 16 points in 16 games. Uh, some other key contributors, Hugo Kadima had three goals and eight points. Victor Koa with two goals and six points. Shane McMillan with two goals and five points. And the captain of the team, Kelvin Ramirez with two goals and four points. I don't know, Cam, you wanted to mention the honors that some of these players received. Yeah, uh, we had, not we, the uh, men's soccer team had two people earn Horizon League second team, and then a freshman earn all rookie team. So the first one was the man you just mentioned, Kelvin Ramirez. <clears throat> Didn't have crazy stats, but that's because he's a defenseman. You obviously don't expect people in your back line to score a lot of goals, but he had a, he had a good season, ended up getting voted to receive those honors. Another guy who got second team for the Colonials was Brian Okonga. He's a midfielder. He finished his season with one goal and one assist, but again, midfielder, not a forward, so you're not a, he does things that are off the stat sheet and played well enough to earn the honors. And Victor Koa, just a freshman, he's a midfielder slash defender, but he finished the year with two goals and two assists, so he had a very good year. Just a freshman on the all-freshman team. I think he's going to end up being a big part of this Colonials team going forward. I agree. And I know there's, there's awards there, but I can't help but wonder why Chase Gilly didn't at least get some kind of recognition overall. I know – Obviously, there is more to the game than just scoring goals, but he did that pretty darn well throughout the year. I know we had an article on it where we mentioned he kind of got snubbed. Um, but another key contributor this year that I didn't mention earlier, I'd be remiss if I didn't, is, of course, Frederick Petrelli. He finished the year with a 1.19 goals against average and 44 saves. He's only a sophomore, so you've got a bright future and goal there. And it's a young team in general. Uh, there are only four seniors and or grad students this year. So most of the team you'd expect to be back, pending transfers, of course, because there's going to be some roster turnover. Um, but the team will have to figure out their identity under a new coach. Uh, since Coach O'Keefe steps down, they mentioned in the article released on the Army Colonials website today, that they will begin a national search for their next coach. Uh, they do have some options in-house. Uh, there are three other either associate or assistant coaches on staff. There is assist, uh, associate head coach Maddie Evans. Uh, he's previously served as an assistant at Georgia Southern, at Appalachian State under uh, Coach O'Keefe, at Lander University, at Westchester, and at Seton Hill. Uh, the team also has assistant coach Dan Yates and assistant coach Jay O'Donnell. So if it's not one of those three, they're looking elsewhere. But I trust that, you know, Chris King and the rest of the athletic department, they'll get a good hire, help build up from this bright season that they've had so far. Young team looking forward. So I agree. Yes, sir. Anything else? Uh, nothing much, just you were talking about how you believe Gilly got snubbed, so went on the computer a little bit, had to look up some stats just to, uh, 
just to see if I could back up whether he should or should not have gotten the honors that he did or did not receive, I guess. And there were three forwards that received first team for uh, the Horizon League, and two of them scored more than Gilly, and one of them did not. Gilly finished fifth in Horizon League with seven goals. The league leader finished with ten, so you're right. Fair I, enough. I think the numbers do say because he is a forward, so what you're expecting out of him is goals. He gave you seven of them, good enough for fifth in the Horizon League. There's three, three forwards per I guess, honors team, so six spots, you would say. Fifth. Second team, perhaps? Yeah, six spots, finished fifth in goals. I think the numbers back up that he probably should have had a spot. So that's oh. just one. Of, that's what I wanted to leave you with. Yeah. I know the players don't necessarily look at the awards. They just look at, you know, wins, losses, results in game. So not a big deal overall, but, you know, you'd just, like to add, a, yeah. add, add another to the, the trophy case here. Um, but that is it for this episode and this season of penalty kicks thank you all for listening along throughout and i will not be back next year because i'm a senior but we'll have cam and someone else pick up the reins and carry us into the new era i will be back guys fret not i may or may not get more entertaining no one knows what the future may hold i'll see you next year we'll see